0: Hello, everybody. My name is Guvenard, and welcome back to another broadcast of Guvenard Radio Show. Have you heard? Have you heard of the Apple Vision Pro? Have you heard of the Apple Vision Pro? If you don't know what this is, this is the new VR-type headset that Apple has come out with. Um, and it is supposed to be something that you can use in your day-to-day life. If you don't know what this is, you can look it up, see more of these specific details that I may leave out because I'm just kind of giving you an overview. <clears throat> so this Apple Vision Pro VR headset is meant to be used in work environments and whatnot. They're going to they're advertising this towards businesses that are going to use this. So it seemingly, as it says on the website, it seemingly blends digital content into your physical space. So basically you're gonna be able to see phone screens, your MacBook Pro screens, your Apple TV screens, all in front of your face in, in whatever, you know, no matter where you turn your head, you're gonna be able to see the screens. Right, you're gonna be able to interact with web pages and scroll, you're gonna watch videos, you're gonna be able to be on FaceTime um work on collab on projects they do have collaboration software so if you're working on a project with multiple people guess what you've got help also sorry my um no my labels from my keyboard are falling off it's about that time but hey so this is this is what they have i've seen the videos i just watched somebody else talk about it on their stream um and you can navigate this using your eyes, your hands, your voice. <laughs> I'm sorry. i I just scrolled to see the slide of where uh, this is. I'm looking on Apple Apple's website for this. Uh, you can watch movies instead of on your TV or on a projector or, or on your phone. You get to watch them in a the headset, and there it's just like it's still in front of you, like it's on the TV. But I guess when you get up and go somewhere else, it's still there in front of you. Fair enough, I guess. That's something. Um, And also, if you have a laptop, right, you have your MacBook Pro, you can go up to it, look at it with the headset, and the screen will come off and appear in front of you all through the headset. And, you know, it'll blow it up. So you won't be working exactly on the MacBook Pro where people could see, but you'll be able to see... Um, What's going on? So you have some privacy there. So that's actually pretty nice. That's something I would that's practical, right? I would use that. I would like that Um, for, you know, content creation and editing. That'd be wonderful. So let me tell you, I'm sure some of you can tell where this is going. Let's get to the price of this thing. And I encourage you to watch the videos and presentations on this because the way they presented it, they're they're definitely going to market it towards businesses. Um, In business use. It looks ridiculous, a little bit, but this is priced at $3,500. $3,500. U.S. dollars. That's a lot for a VR headset, considering that the Oculus, the Quest, what, two or something? Costs like a couple hundred bucks, 200, maybe 300. You can buy a better headset for half that price. Probably even less than half that price. (laughs) Sincerely. This is not something you would use for just regular social purposes. Like, this is something that you would definitely use for a business, in a business environment. But it is, it is, you have to see this. Like, you guys gotta go watch this for yourselves, because this is all very interesting. And it's very weird. To me, it's very weird because the FaceTime thing doesn't make sense because they can't see you. There's no place on on this headset for a camera. FaceTime wouldn't work. If you know anything about FaceTime, it's a video call, right? You, you're you wearing the headset. Where is the camera going to be? What are they going to see, your eyes? So what I, I understand what is being done with this is that they're using like a sort of like... Uh, um, cartoonified version of you. You know there's some way to scan your face. So that way people over the over the FaceTime could see it, but that also is kind of awkward and weird because it's like okay, we're all here on camera, but you that's that's the cartoon you. What the heck? Where's real you? That kind of breaks that kind of breaks up the 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 conversation just a little bit. Kind of breaks the seriousness of everything, especially when it comes to business and work. <sighs> So the technology they have in this is not something that has never been invented before. They didn't invent any of this, any of this tech. It's thirty-five hundred dollars. The other, there are other VR headsets that exist that this is that there are um, far better specs in, and it works better. In you're essentially going to be like a VTuber or something in a headset when it comes to business calls uh, all over FaceTime or something like that. It's 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 ridiculous in my mind and this is the thing with apple people people are trying to make points and defend it be like oh well eventually you know that's you know that's just the initial you know market price it's eventually going to come down like no apple doesn't do that that's not what that's not how apple functions apple sets a price And especially for this thing, because it's the only Apple VR headset, you're not going to get anything. So if you want something that's going to work with your MacBook Pro, with your iPhone, with your Apple watch, with your Apple TV, you're going to buy that headset. You're going to want to buy that headset because nothing else is going to work. Thanks to the closed software that they use. It's not open source. It's not open source. You can't possibly have mismatching technology working together. That's clearly not a thing. You know, never. You will never have that. That's not a thing. Because Apple is so against open source. So they will charge what they're going to charge for this, and then that's going to be it. That's, that's just going to be it, you know? And I'm not necessarily mad about this. I do think it's dumb. I like my my opinion on that's not going to change. I do kind of think it's really dumb and they could have done better. But this is again, you know, hey, uh, this could be, it could have been a lot better. I think they should have waited a lot longer, maybe a couple more years to work out some kinks and whatnot, because I don't know what exactly what it looks like inside the headset. It's not something I'm gonna buy because I don't have Apple products. I don't use Apple products. And people use Apple products, hey, I got nothing against you unless you're one of those Apple, you know, purists who's just like, Apple's the best. It's better even though it's more expensive and has less compatibility. It costs me my dog and my house, but I have an Apple Watch and an Apple phone, I'm sorry, an iPhone and an Apple TV. And now once I sell, both my kidneys I'll have money for a VR headset by Apple it's a bit ridiculous chat a bit ridiculous but you know that my my whole opinion is that it's just it's not stop worth buying I know the general consumer is gonna definitely try to get it but don't my my advice to you is is don't Cause it is not, not worth it. <sighs> all right. Sorry, I had to get that out of my, off my chest. Cause I was like, man, this, this is kind of weird. Cause I saw the whole presentation that they, that they had for it. And I'm like, this kind of sucks. Like there are some practical uses for it. Like, like the collaboration software and stuff. That's cool, right? You can all, you know, work on the same stuff remotely. So working from home is not necessarily such a bad thing. You can do presentations from home. It's great. But the way they present this stuff, it kind of creates more questions. It's just like, how would this really work? Um, Because how would somebody, you know, standing up and, because this is one of the slides, titled Get on the same page in the same space but if people are on facetime they're not going to see what you see with the presentation being in you know in front like on a powerpoint um projected on a whiteboard or something or on a a, um on a screen and you know they're going to be sitting down at their desks or whatever like unless the whole team has this this software they're not going to really see this the same way you do so it's just going to be like hey I could have done this from sitting down on you know my computer and just doing the regular presentation, like just in a regular way. I don't have to buy the three, three, thirty-five hundred dollar headset to do a presentation. I'm working from home anyway, so I I don't know. Um, I, I I got nothing. It's just kind of weird. That's all I gotta say. Mm -mm -mm. But hey, it's not, I don't think it's out yet. But it will be coming soon. Um, But yeah, it's a little bit, little bit ridiculous. We'll see how... Well, we'll see how it turns out. Because this is literally just a VR headset. And there's better tech out there that does this for less than half the price um, that you could possibly put together. Like if Oculus or something, well, I guess it's not Oculus anymore, but whatever. If they put out something like this, it'd probably be a hit success because it probably wouldn't be $3,500. Might be 600 you know? But it wouldn't be $3,500, I don't think. So that, that kind of gets me a little bit. Also in other news, if you are not a Twitch streamer, if you're not somebody who keeps up with Twitch news, Twitch just changed their TOS, their terms of service. Wonderful, wonderful Twitch. I had to read a few articles as well as going through the actual TOS myself, someone who is an affiliate for Twitch. It is kind of dumb. They've, they've kind of uh, uh, screwed themselves over, per se. And I need to open up. This is one case where I would actually open up Twitter to see what's going on. Because, I, man, oh, man, I do not understand why Twitch felt the need to do something stupid again. because oh my gosh i just i'm so shocked and i'm gonna what the heck give me a second chat sorry or i keep saying chat But give me a, a second, folks, so I can get this together. Alright. <sighs> but, but, man, it's, it's crazy that this company, Twitch, decides to be greedy once again. And decide to shut down people. So, I'm gonna go over this article real quick. This is from IGN. I usually don't care about IGN that much. Except for, like, video game walkthroughs, but hey... Let's see if they have good points or if they defend Twitch because this has caused boycotts to start. Twitch released new guidelines for branded systems Tuesday, detailing what's allowed in them and what isn't. According to the new rules, on-stream logos are to be shrunk to 3% of the the screen size and burned-in video display and audio ads are no longer allowed. What is allowed on branded streams are channel page uh, panel ads, product placement, links in chat, discussing unboxing products, and playing sponsored games. Streamers are also required to display a new disclosure when their stream contains uh, branded content. Failure to comply with this rule will result in disciplinary, disciplinary actions against their account, including suspension. Asmund Gold, who streams MMO content, tweeted for a call, uh, a call for his fellow content creators to either boycott Twitch or leave the platform altogether to mig- and migrate to others such as YouTube, Kick, or Rumble, pointing out that Twitch imposing these advertisement restrictions does more financial harm to the streamers than good in the long run. I don't say it, uh, and this is in quotes. This is from him. Uh, I don't say it lightly, uh, but I think it, this is a legitimate situation where streamers should consider boycotting, uh, boycotting Twitch or moving to other platforms, making common and harmless forms of advertisement literally against TOS. So Twitch can monopolize more, uh, more of streamers income. And this is what, this is basically what's happening. They're taking away and restricting your ability to have outside sponsors. So now only they are the ones getting the money. They're kind of streamlining it slowly, but surely they're chipping away at our freedoms to have other sponsorships and whatnot. Uh, tips out co-founder of uh, co-founder of influencer network and media company OTK wrote a statement. Okay, that was a problem with my OneDrive. Uh, I'm, the OneDrive, I'm, it's fine. Uh, okay, it disappeared. Okay, on Twitter, uh, wrote, it, uh, yeah. Uh, wrote a statement on Twitter saying the organization will leave Twitch if the platform follows through on enforcing the new rules. As McGold is a member of the group. And then this is in quotes. This is from the organization. If this goes through, at OT Network will be leaving Twitch. This is a direct attack on our business staff and all of the hard work we put in, we have put into our organization. Twitch's new changes to branded content will go into effect on July 1st. so people have 30 days. Well, not even 30 days. Less than 30 days. By the time this comes out, it'll be less than 30 days. I have a few weeks. As the controversy expanded, however, Twitch explained further about its policy updates in a Twitter thread today, acknowledging it missed the mark, quote-unquote, with the policies "Quote unquote overly overly broad language, uh, and we'll rewrite rewrite it to make it clearer. We do not intend to limit streamers' ability to enter into direct relationships with sponsors, and we understand that this is an important part of how streamers earn revenue," Twitch said. We wanted to clarify our existing ads policy that was intended to prohibit third-party ad networks from selling burned-in video and ad display ads on Twitch, which is consistent with other services. And boy, oh, boy, people, people are very, very upset about this. Um, Boy, oh, boy. It's, it's crazy. I'm going to go find some replies really quickly. Uh, let's find Twitch here. Let's find the actual Twitch uh, Twitch account and see where that tweet is. Mm, let me see the replies. I'm sure this will be great. Somebody says just talk to creators for once. Oh gosh. Oh, here we go. There's another one about simulcasting. So if you stream to more than one platform at the same time, like people do Twitch and YouTube, typically, uh, it says when you are when you are live streaming on the Twitch services, you may not simultaneously live stream. Or broadcast simulcast, quote unquote, on any other Twitch-like service, meaning any web-based platform or service that supports live streaming of user-generated content without advanced written permission from Twitch. For clarity, you may simulcast on mobile first services that support live streaming. This section does not apply to nonprofit nonprofit or government gov- government entities that are live streaming for nonprofit non-commercial purposes. Sorry. Really? Really? This is how it's going to be, Twitch. This is this is how it's going to be. Um, I had a moderator from Twitch actually lurking in my streams. Um, not too long ago. It was just for just for the one stream, and. uh it, it, it hurts. It hurts a little bit. Not that the person was lurking in the stream, but it hurts to see that this is how content creators are being treated on Twitch. Like, this is beyond stupid. Like, this is beyond stupid. And I will never ever stop being openly critical uh, towards these platforms. Because this is dumb. This is more than enough, more than enough reason for people to finally see, hey, Twitch is greedy and they don't care about content creation. And somebody said it perfectly. This They gave a translation <laughs> as to what Twitch is really saying for their statement trying to clarify what they meant. Uh we were clear and exact about uh, exact about what we meant. But since everyone is mad, we're going to reword our statement to say to say the exact same thing just in a nicer way. We will continue to stifle our creators. Yes. That is 100% what's happening. Somebody else said we didn't think anyone would read the policy update. <laughs> That's what Twitch thinks. That this is like this is <sighs> And at this point, I may just go back to YouTube, because what else is there for me to do? At least I have a lot of a lot more uh, opportunity over on YouTube to uh, grow community and have them all located on YouTube with the community uh, pages and whatnot that I have access to again. So, people have been liking the shorts I've uploaded with Rainbow Six, so I... I... Man... man 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 twitch has twitch has just gone downhill there was a point where it just kind of just it declined it's it's no longer a thing people are interested in and i know a lot of people are definitely going to leave oh my gosh they need to stop being so greedy like this 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 is greed. This is this is grade A greed. That's that's coming out of the mouths of these people that make these stupid rules and policy changes. It's ridiculous, man. Like they they just don't care about helping their content creators. That that's what I'm saying. They don't care and i am uh i think my days on twitch are now numbered that's all i'm gonna say i'll address it on stream for everybody else to know but this is stupid Stupid, stupid, stupid. Oh, man. So. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. I know that. That news is... It's difficult for content creators i know for the average person it doesn't mean much but this is this can't go on this can't go on <sighs> Like, this is, this is what I advocate against. Like, this is, this is why I'm so critical of these platforms, because they do stuff like this. I was critical when YouTube made changes. I was critical when Twitch made other changes in the past. I haven't stopped being critical of these platforms. It, it doesn't change for me. Because content creators deserve to have a nice place where they can just create content... And only have to worry about creating content, not have to worry about stupid policy changes. And is this company, and is this streaming platform, going to turn against me and take away my ability to be monetized? Are they going to take the majority of my money away from me when it comes to running ads and having sponsors? Or if people gift, get, the heck was that, gift subscriptions or, or or bits or just donate, are they going to have a lot of that money taken away? You know am I gonna see like we get what fifty percent of the subs if people subscribe on Twitch which is five ninety nine you get half that money if you're an affiliate half of that money if somebody gives gives you like a hundred subs or something like that it's like two hundred and ninety nine bucks you see about half of that half of it 50-50. Because Twitch definitely needs that 50% as long as they've been around. They definitely and really need that 50%. Because, oh, why would the creator need that 50%? It's not like some of these people are actually trying to make a living and pay their bills off of, this service, off of this platform. You know? It's not like people were already making a living off of this and then Twitch kind of tried to screw them over a little bit there. Because they cut their income. People were, people were making fine money off of this. And then Twitch was like, hey, you know what I would like to do? I'm going to cut these guys' income because I need more money. Because, you know, I'm under Amazon now. So I got to fall in with that Bezos greed. Sorry, Jeff, but unless you prove me wrong, my opinions will not change. So there you have it. That's the news. And I am disappointed to have to report that. So I appreciate you guys watching. Or listening, sorry. Um, stay hydrated, stay safe. Remember, love is patient. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.